Thanks for listening to A Prophecy of Incense and Snow, a new romantic fantasy from Meet Cute. We hope you enjoy the show. There we are, dear. Nice and easy now. Uh, oh, my head. Oh, would be hurting a lot more if Walker hadn't caught you halfway down. Oh, Walker? I blinked my eyes open to see his darkened outline standing over me. The morning sun spilled out from behind him like a starburst. Oh, try and sit up, dear. Uh, how long have I been asleep? Just through the night. You're making progress. If, if there were any progress to speak of, she would have withstood the shock. What happened in the stables was a fluke. I stand by it. Vance's crossed arms and Grandler's furrowed brow told me this was a conversation they'd had more than once this morning. She came to shortly after this episode, Vance. If it wasn't for the sleeping charm Walker put on her, she would have recovered almost immediately. Grandler stirred a memory. Walker grabbing me, carrying me down the stone steps to the infirmary. Whispering something in my ear, I I could feel his breath on my neck, his words just out of reach. Her sleeping charm? I wanted you still, for Nurse Vaya. So I could examine you without all the tossing and turning? She's getting stronger, but the reaction is still happening. My guess is that she was too tired and too hungry to be messing around with experiments last night. We need to think of another plan, Grandler. We're running out of time. Praxis will be here tomorrow. Do it tomorrow? I shot out of bed, my heart racing. But uh, I haven't learned any attack spells. Walker, if she can't handle being touched by you, she damn sure can't be trusted around Praxis. I, oh, I am tired of everyone telling me what I am and am not capable of. Much to my shock, I stood up and started walking towards Vance. I shoved my clenched fists into my pockets and discovered the seeds Yanta had given me yesterday were still there. They hadn't fallen out during all the commotion. It was as if those little pieces of home wanted to be with me. I remembered who I was. I'd like to make something very clear about how the rest of the day is going to go. You. I poked Vance in the chest with my index finger. Are going to join me in the sparring ring and teach me how to use my magic to attack. Understand? Whatever you say, princess. Adler, I I really don't think that it's necessary. I will learn as much as I can before Praxis arrives. I demand time in the ring. (laughs) No, (laughs) Sastapenta. You're focusing too hard on saying the spell. Try and let it come out on its own. No, no, no. You, you can't put down your sword, close your eyes, and start mumbling in the middle of a fight, Adla. But I... Just like that, you've just proven you can talk and swing. Now, hex and fight! It was not going well. Vansa had taught me one maneuver, a simple bolt spell, meant to cause a sharp burning sensation. So far, I'd managed to successfully land it on a rock and my own toe. It felt like a bee sting. Who was that going to stop? Let's play to your strengths and add a freeze charm to your battle tactics. Uh, 
It could buy you a few seconds to strike your opponent if used correctly. Oh, is that an attack spell? It's a defense charm, but for you, we can tailor it for attack. I looked over at Grandler and Walker on the side of the ring, heads down, murmuring. As I watched, Walker tilted his head back, letting the sun warm his face. Hey, princess, hello. Hi, hi. Are you with uh, me? Yes. It's a child's charm, okay? So it should be easy to master. We practiced the spell. It was simple. I picked it up quickly and was even able to use it on Vansa a few times. Why doesn't everyone use a freezing charm? Well, I... It's not that powerful. You have to be extremely close, and even then it can be blocked almost immediately if someone is paying attention. Great. I thought I was learning ways to attack in battle, but so far you've taught me a spell with as much bite as a wasp and a child's trick. You know what? Just get over yourself, princess. It's not my fault that you grew up in a make-believe world where nothing bad happened. Well, it's not my fault either. I didn't ask for this. And yet now we all must suffer. Just another insult from the royals. Our biggest ally, our hope to destroy evil, knows more about meaningless court ceremonies than how to protect herself. Hey, watch it. That was too close. What's your problem with me? I couldn't care less about you. Parents, on the other hand. What did I ever do to you? Vansa narrowed her eyes, and her swings became more intense. (laughs) I had the sudden, shameful realization that I had no idea where she was from. How much had her family suffered when my parents disappeared? Training's over. But I... Follow me. Now. We all stood in Walker's bedroom. A terrible silence filled the space as Vansa and I looked back and forth between Walker and Granlar, waiting to hear whatever it was that had cut our session short. Walker looked distracted. Granlar took a deep breath and spoke. We just received news. Praxis has passed us. He's traveled further south, around Sif Castle, alone. His army? Still on track to be here tomorrow morning. We think he's headed to Towers Castle basically just rubble at this point. Walker saw to that. I'm as perplexed as you are, Vansa. We have no choice but to meet him there. They all turn to look at me. In the morning, we will leave before sunrise and face him at Towers Castle. Atla, we don't know what his intentions are. He could- She's right. You three should go there and stop whatever he's planning to do. And leave the Defiance to face his army alone? Not for a million gold bars in a dead king's vault. They won't be alone. I'll remain behind and lead them. Vansa and Walker exchanged looks. They had not expected his offer. Okay, but Atlas stays here with you. No! My panic was palpable. I couldn't separate from Walker. The idea of it made my blood run cold. I have to go with you. We can't risk losing you, Atlas, and you'll be safer here. I thought the whole point of her joining us was to be a lure in the first place. If we bring her to the castle, Praxis will sense her, and then- I will kill him without her. I had to be there when they faced Praxis. I didn't know why, but I needed to help. To shatter that small part of me that was still in love with the idea of him. She's too vulnerable. You're still dreaming about him. How does that help us? I racked my brain. How could I make them understand that my very being demanded I rid the realm of Praxis when I barely understood it myself? 
I knew in my heart that it was crucial for me to right the wrongs which had been committed in my name. You need me. I know the layout of the castle by heart and can navigate it seamlessly. I was raised to run it one day. Absolutely not. How much do you know, Princess? What were you taught exactly, Atla? I can recreate the entire structure from memory, and if I... Well, then if you can draw it for us, then... Walker, this knowledge is a gift you cannot ignore. Wait, do you know every aspect of the grounds or just the royal quarters? What about hidden passageways? I can identify every inch, from the war room to the laundry chambers. I even know the back... I said no. You're wrong in your resistance. Grandler, we don't know why he's going there. It's too dangerous. It was always our intention to include Atla in our confrontation with Praxis. That was before I knew. He looked around the room, a desperate look in his eyes. I felt for a brief moment that he might declare some deep emotion, a confession of love. I recognized the fear in his stare as his eyes locked with mine. I started to move towards him. My heart called to his, and then his face contorted into stone. Before I knew how weak she was. Once word spread that there would be battle tomorrow, one here where the Defiance would face Praxis's army and the one at Tower's castle, Tagus and Donathan had decided to throw their own feast. One last night of revelry before we all took a stand. Walker had proclaimed the idea proof of their ignorance. Grandler and Vancer, however, much to my surprise, had argued against Walker that even the most prudent warrior had to refill his chalice with the joys of existence. Otherwise, what was there to fight for? Easy with that wine, princess. Oh, you're talking to me? Must be the multiple mugs of mead that has given you courage. Well, we are going to be brothers in arms. I have no other choice but to talk to you. You hate that I'm going with you tomorrow. I should have left it alone. After this afternoon, after we had already fought so bitterly for so long, but the alcohol was going to both of our heads. Promise me this. Promise you won't only drink tonight. Eat. And make sure you're as powerful as you can possibly be. Did you mean what you said? About me being... weak? No. I... Uh... It came to me all at once. The idea of being weak mixed with the need to fuel oneself. Like a lightning bolt, I leapt to my feet. I know why Praxis is going to Tower's Castle. Follow me. We rushed towards Grandler, weaving our way through the Defiance as they danced. <laughs> yes. Grandler! Adler, what's wrong? I know why Praxis is going to Tower's Castle. He plans to absorb his pearl. His what? Ah, Adler, you are clever. The Tower's family has creation magic. They are able to create things out of thin air. A rite of passage for their bloodline is a pearl of power. Something young Tower's warlocks do on their 13th birthday. It proves they've reached a level of magic worthy of the royal family. But ultimately, it is nothing but pure magic. His magic? It's an extension of him. I'm not following. You said Praxis was weak. Yes. Well, the pearl is a literal piece of his magic. So if he absorbs it... Dear gods. It appears being taught the particulars of royal tradition has some merit after all. (laughs) 
Finally, I had contributed. I was not just some liability, some untrained burden. So our plan tomorrow is... To stop him before he can reach the pearl. <clears throat> Excuse me, princess. I was wondering if I could have that dance now. We're in the middle of something, Donathan? Actually, yes. I'd love that. Excuse me, gentlemen. I don't know if it was all the wine or the excitement over just having solved a piece of the Praxis puzzle, but I wanted to celebrate. I wanted to dance and feel graceful, and who better to do that with than the epitome of elegance? I can't believe I have you to myself. Princess Atler. Sif. His words caressed my ear as he spun me on the floor, and at that moment, I wished I felt something for him, anything romantic. <laughs> I see you know your waltzes. A true royal. I smiled at him and leaned into his chest, surprised by my own merriment as we floated over the dance floor. I knew tomorrow would be the most frightening day of my life. I would face true terror, possibly my own death, and yet... Part of me demanded I celebrate life, rejoice in having a body, honor what it meant to move and laugh and be free. Had the wine gone to my head or... You smell divine. Excuse me, um, I'd like to cut in. Walker stood there, a nervous, uncertain look on his face. Our eyes met and he flashed me a tight smile and then straightened his shoulders as he narrowed his eyes at Donathan's hesitance. Rigid, Donathan bowed and stepped aside. See you soon, princess. Uh, you want to dance? Of course. Even a farmer's son knows how to waltz. No, I, I, I mean, uh, I gestured to his hand with mine. We'd have to touch. Right. Uh, I, um, uh, I, I wasn't thinking. He shook his head, and when he turned to leave, I felt a physical longing. A pain in my chest. Instinctually, I reached out and grabbed him. The bolt shot through me and I focused on controlling it. Dominating it. Adler. Yeah, it's okay. I'm okay. He looked crazed as he tried to pull back his hand, but I tightened my grip. No, I'm okay. Don't let go. Please. This, this can only help us. Walker stood there, staring at me. Finally, after what felt like eternity, he slowly brought himself closer. His other hand moved to the dip of my lower back, and he pulled my body to his. Oh, the scent of grass and leather surrounded me like a familiar blanket. It was warm and strong, and I felt another type of electricity start to build in my core. I leaned into him. How's this? <sighs> Lovely. I relaxed into his arms as he spun me further and further from the center of the dance floor. I could sense everyone in the room watching us, but I didn't care. Slowly, the music and the chatter became softer. And when I opened my eyes, we were on the edge of the room, practically hidden from the rest of the party. 
I didn't take you for a dancer. Walker smiled and pulled away to look at me. There's a time and a place for everything. Still holding my hand, he led me down a dark hall. Soft candlelight flickered from the lanterns hanging on the castle walls. The band started a new waltz. Walker pulled me back into his arms. That's better. Away from Tagus's prying eyes. He spoke with a soft chuckle that I felt on my neck. Besides, now we can speak openly. His mouth was so close to my ear. The memory of him holding me after I collapsed called to me, pulled at the periphery of my consciousness. He had confessed something. When you were carrying me down to the infirmary, you said... You said... I struggled to place the murky bits of last night together. A shadow passed over Walker's face. What do you remember? I focused on the dark edges of my mind, gathering the loose threads and weaving them together, forcing the foggy thoughts to take shape, to form... The memory crashed over me. I saw it, felt it. I had been limp in his arms, down the stairs. He had brought his mouth close and murmured. What do you remember, Atla? You said you can't lose me. And that all you can think about. He moved his hand up my back to the nape of my neck and buried his fingers in my hair. All I can think about since the first time I saw you. He gently pulled at my roots, causing me to tip my chin back and expose my neck. He's tasting every inch of you. His lips brushed the side of my neck and he pressed his body into me. My skin tingled. I ached with desire. Yes, Walker, please. He jumped at my invitation, pinning me against the cold castle wall. His lips moved up my neck, and when they found my bottom lip, I gasped. I dream of you. Every night, I've been going crazy in that room. I can smell you when I sleep. He tugged my hair again, and my face tilted up to his as he crushed his hungry mouth over my lips and ran his tongue over mine. Yes, princess. I felt desperate. Wild. I need you. Everywhere. Walk. Atla. When I said his name, he shoved his hips into me. I could feel him, eager, pressing into my soft belly. I must have you, all of you. In a flash, Walker scooped me up in his arms and headed to his room, his mouth never leaving mine. <sighs> Thanks for listening to A Prophecy of Incense and Snow. Looking for more great stories? Remember to hit the follow button on Spellbound. And for more love stories right now, follow Meet Cute on your favorite podcast app for a new rom-com series every month. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts for access to Meet Cute's full catalog. 
Marisol? Marisol! Where are... Oh. Hi. Uh, you weren't supposed to, uh, be here yet. I thought... Okay. Sorry. Marisol isn't quite here yet. So, I guess it's just you and me. Um... Yeah. You hear about the... Look alive, baby! Party's here! Hey! Hey, my music! Where's my music? That's what I'm talking about. Marisol, you're late. No. Um... Okay, yeah, I'm late. It's not my fault, though, I swear. Whatever. I don't care. Can you just... I mean, the people are all here. They've been listening to me ramble. I don't want them to think that this is all small victories is going to be. Yeah, okay, whatever. Hey, you guys. Uh, I'm Marisol Montgomery. It's an honor to meet me. And the show that I am star in is called Small Victories. And it's coming out February 1st, 2022. So mark your calendars. It's all about me and my... Okay, so a couple of days ago, I had a come-to-Jesus moment, so to speak. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, I've decided to stop doing coke. Yay! And heroin. <laughs> and meth. And benzos. Ugh, and... <clears throat> you get it. Anyways, Small Victories is about me dealing with that. Yeah. You'll meet my girlfriend, and my best friend, and... The pain in my ass that is my ex. Ah, it's funny. It's dramatic. Ah, it's a good time. Anything else? Anything else? None of that was in the script. What script? The one I sent a week ago. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't good. Hey! Oh, calm down. I got all the major points across. Wait! What? I knew I forgot something. WGC. Don't forget, Small Victories is a WGC production. Sweet, that's everything. Hey, can I go? Sure. See you soon. See you February 1st.